Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gin Lounge here at GameIndustry.com. Today we're going to be talking about something that is becoming the king of gaming, online and offline, the DLC, or Downloaded Content Pack. So get ready to download a really cool episode. Now, DLCs have come a long way since their inception. In the beginning, they were sort of fan-made, and now they're actually professional packs that can really expand your game. Of course, you're going to pay for them for the most part, but that's okay. We we don't mind paying for something that's actually worthwhile. So I have uh, three gamers with me today that have a lot of experience with DLC, both in the early days and the more modern DLCs that are out all over the place today. Joining me in the lounge today is Todd Hargott. He's the co-host of our other show here at GameIndustry.com, The Gamer Geeks. Uh, Todd, welcome to the lounge today. Thank you. I uh, I saw that you uh, I read your uh, piece that you were doing on the the coverage of the uh, MAGFest, and uh, that that was real interesting. I'm glad to see that you got back in one piece. It sounded like a really good. He had a really good time. It was it was much better than what I used to go through with VGX. I may be making that my permanent addition for every year. Okay, well we're ha- we're happy to see it. So and, and thanks for uh, recovering enough to come into the lounge and join us today. <laughs> no problem. I have to thank Stern and Craig from Screw Attack for not beating me up too much. <laughs> yeah, I saw your ca- I saw your caption on one of those photos. Well, we'll have to see, hear what all that's about. I assume he beat you up in a game and not in real life. Although with you, Todd, you never can tell. No, uh, fortunately, Stern and Craig's on good terms with me. <laughs> all right, good. So it was, it was just an alpha three. Good to hear. Good to hear. We also have in the lounge today, we have James Maddox. James Maddox is one of our busiest reviewers between doing his own comic book line and, and an online novel. He's just the busiest little beaver in the, in the gin, in the gin lodge. So James, thanks for, thanks for showing up today. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Oh, no problem. And I know that, uh, even though you're super busy, you still find time to play a lot of games and in, including DLC, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta have time for your, you know, your game. You have to fit it in somehow. Yeah, I, I know. I know. For me, it's really hard. But you know, that Borderlands gives gives it calls to you, and you yeah. you cannot resist. <laughs> Somebody else who's uh, addicted to uh, Borderlands, and and we think that's a good thing, is uh, Kelly. Kelly Adams is our co-host of our other show, uh, The Gamer Geeks, along with Todd. And Kelly's joining us in the lounge today. Kelly, welcome, welcome aboard. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. And uh, I know you uh, have strong, strong feelings about the the whole DLC topic because because in all the other shows you, you always sort of bring it up. So so this is your show, your chance to shine. <laughs> I just I don't know what it is. I guess I'm just too much of a penny pincher. <laughs> like I don't want to just throw my money on something and then be realize, oh that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I always see things like Left for Dead Two. I mean, I was thinking, okay, they've changed it up a little bit. No, it's pretty much carbon copy, same thing as the first game. Ooh, you added more witches, but they're a little bit different. And, oh, now you've got clowns where you can honk their noses. Okay, couldn't that have just been DLC? <laughs> That's true, instead of a $60 game. <laughs> Yeah, I I kind of felt that. I did like I did like Left 4 Dead 2, um, but I do see your point that it probably could have been a download downloaded content from for the original. So, but we'll get you're making it sound you're making it sound like ODST almost. Yeah, I know Halo Light. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so, but before we start talking about the the negative side of DLC, uh, and by the way, DLC stands for downloaded content. Uh, believe it or not, one of the other people that uh, was invited to come to the lounge today, who is a hardcore gamer, but I will not mention them because they'll be embarrassed, did not know what the term DLC meant. So, <laughs> it just stands for downloaded content. DLC. There we go. Easy enough. So, Todd, tell us a little bit about. You've been gaming probably longer than anyone. Tell us a little bit about how how what was DLC in the beginning? It wasn't professionally made, right? It was it was pretty much a, a fan base thing. Pretty much, it really started with Doom. Okay. When they when they used to come out with WAD files, basically what WAD files were just maps, and they were freely freely available over the internet. Stores actually offered uh, collections of WAD files for re- retail. I remember WizardWorks came out with one called D Zone, mm-hmm. which had about 500 maps uh, for purchase. And they were all fan based maps. They were all fan based. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Now I, I know that I, you know, I didn't realize that they went back to Doom, but that does make sense. I know uh, Nate couldn't join us today, but one of the fun things Nate used to do was, was make impossible levels for Doom and then put them out <laughs> for people to download. Have fun! You're going to get killed. I, right. <laughs> and that's also from a company that actually allowed people to do that. In fact, they encouraged it to make impossible yeah, maps. That's, that's mm-hmm. great for publicity. Yep. Yeah, and they don't really have to, and they don't really have to do too much. Smart, really smart companies, and and we'll get into this a little bit, but really smart companies release the the source code almost for their games, or at least the construction mm-hmm. engines, mm-hmm. so that fans can make these 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 DLCs. I mean, uh, Bethesda with Oblivion and with um, Morrowind before that, and Fallout Three. Uh, you know, you can. There's some pretty awesome stuff out there that is. Um, you know, free basically because it's it's made by fans. Um, the the what they give up is control because you'll end up with like pornography and stuff like that. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know. It's, but they can at least throw up their hands and say it's not our fault. You know, so that the ESRB get off our back. <laughs> so James, so what are um in in a more modern sense, um, what are some of the DLCs that you have uh, been downloading recently that you thought were were decent, were good, were worth your money, and and can if you can remember how much did they cost? Well, I mean, you know, we talked about Borderlands and that probably is the latest one I've I've been playing. Um, and of course, you're always going to have everything fall back to Fallout Three. I, I think I think that they're probably the the kings of the DLC at this point. But that's just my two cents. Um, I remember, though, back in I – don't, I don't remember when it came out, but after it came out, Army of Two had a DLC pack. Oh, yeah. And, and they just gave it away for free, you know? Oh, nice. Bravo. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, woohoo. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I think that that's the best thing about this whole thing is how often do you play a game and it's so good that you just don't want it to end, you know? Well, now you have the option for it not to really end. You know? Yeah, I've actually known people, James, that uh, certain games that they're playing, uh, like people that are really into, say, like Kingdom Hearts, where they'll get where they think the game is almost over, and they'll stop playing because they don't want to end yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, obviously you have your DLCs out there that are like the things that came with Dead Space, mm-hmm. you know, which are just, here's here's a different suit of armor that you can wear and a more powerful gun. And, you know, those are okay. And then Mirror's Edge had a few time trials, I think, that they added onto their thing. And those are fun. But the thing that really gets me is when it prolongs the story. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, and and we were talking about Borderlands. Uh, the Zombie Island of Doctor Ned is a perfect example of that. That that not only gives you a whole new world, but you also sort of explore the history and the rationale of the Jacobs Corporation. Right. Which yeah, it all kind of ties into that universe. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so Kelly, Kelly, what about you on on the DLC side? I, I know you you are probably the most stringent as far as what makes a good DLC and what makes a bad DLC. What are, what are some of the uh, the decent ones that you thought were worth your money, especially if they were free? I guess, but oh yeah, free ninety nine. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Prince of Persia was the best one that I, that epilogue that they mm. had that did continue the story. And then I kind of scratched my head and was going, huh? When I found out the new Prince of Persia game is like backtracking, reverting, going with the movie. I was going, wait a minute. I want to see what happened with the, you know, with the story. You know, it's just limbo. <laughs> I want to see, does he get the girl? Yeah. <laughs> so you got to the end and you didn't know, but the DLC answered that question? It, well, it, it alluded to it and stuff, but you never got like concrete solution final thing mm. i want to see the happily not just happily ever after and i'm like indian they <laughs> 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 keep on going you know yeah i mean you bring up an interesting point a dlc can not only extend the game but it can kind of make up for uh, and again i'm going to go back to fallout 3 here because i think that the original ending for fallout 3 yeah, was horrible three. i mean it was mm-hmm. absolutely horrible i mean i love the game i love everything about it and then you know if a game can be ruined in the last 30 seconds <laughs> mm-hmm. they they did that cuz you you know you pass out and you're like okay did i die did did did, did what the hell happened you know and and then they came out with the dlc broken steel and broken steel did all the things that we said it should do. You know, it had extra levels and extra weapons and things like that for you to find and so forth. But it also ended the story, and it actually gave you a real ending. I, I almost think that should have been the ending. They, sh- I, I almost sort of get the feeling that Fallout 3 was a little bit rushed at the end, and they just ended it, and, and the Broken Steel DLC kind of kind of gave you the real ending that they probably said. I'd be interested to see if th- them putting out the DLCs with it was their intention all along. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, to, to give you like this cliffhanger ending almost. Um, and then again, I guess it wasn't because they did have that whole narration sequence at the end. Yeah, they did. So I guess maybe it was just a rush job. Who knows? I, I don't know. I I mean, I I I know a few people there, and they they've told me sort of off you know not off the record but um that the the uh they wanted to do other things with that ending like i believe originally the plans were for you to actually drive the robot at the end instead mm-hmm. of just walking behind him letting him blow off everything but there there wasn't right. time to put that together so i'm assuming the ending may have may have been influenced by uh demands of getting things out on time so and it was a really great game so but i i kind of yeah. wish yeah they they saved it yeah definitely. They're not with right now. With now is the time to where it seems like it's okie dokie okay to just push back your release date. You know, a whole bloody other year. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't know how much of that was actual publisher pressure and how much of that was we don't want to compete against Modern Warfare (laughs) Two. Yeah, I was thinking it was more Modern Warfare Warfare Mm Two. Yeah, it could be. I'm not sure. But uh, James, you said that uh, Bethesda was sort of the kings of the DLC, and that's true. And in fact, uh, but I, I want to bring up, you know, in the early days when they were doing the DLCs, they didn't do that great a job with it. I mean, they sort of had to come onto their own. 
I mean, right. I mean, the most. What I'll ask you, James. You'll know the answer. What's the most comical laughed about DLC in the history of DLC? No, I don't know. You'll have to ask somebody else on that uh, one. Uh, uh, all right, I'll ask. To- I'll mm-hmm. ask Todd. Todd knows. Yep. Two words. Horse. Yeah. Armor. It, <laughs> exactly. And that was a Bethesda thing. And that was that was it was like three bucks. To make to put armor on your horse and, and Kelly, did, I you never you got every DLC except that one, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, my uh, I hardly ever rode a horse in that game, honestly. But even when I did have time, there's no way I was going to treat it to, to some bling bling. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, see, I would I would be okay with it if they didn't charge, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, agree. Yeah. It, it, but for money for that kind of thing, you just you gotta wonder what they're thinking. Yeah, I, but and again, that was the early days of DLC, and then and then they came out with. I mean, just for Fallout Three, I'm I'm just looking at all the DLCs that came out for Fallout Three. They had Operation Anchorage. That was the first one that came out, mm-hmm. and that was that was pretty decent. It, I didn't really care for it, but but it was okay. At least. Most people felt like they at least got their money's worth out of it. Um, and then they had The Pit, which took you to Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. And then they had uh, Broken Steel, which we already talked about, sort of ended the game. Mm-hmm. And then they had Point Lookout, which I thought that was my favorite. I loved Point Lookout. Um, yeah, Point Lookout was fantastic. I, I loved it. I know, Todd, you said it was too too much like Deliverance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, wasn't, it wasn't as bad as some of the others, like Operation Anchorage, but... It wasn't as good, in my opinion, as Broken Steel. I, I liked it, but I was a reporter down in Southern Maryland. I spent time in St. Mary's County, and it was nice to see, looking at the DLC, that nothing's changed since I was there. <laughs> I was pretty much, did this place go through a nuclear war? Because the, the general store looks exactly like it did when I was there before. So, I don't know. And then uh, and then it came out with uh, Mothership Zeta, which was interesting. I mean, I... I thought it was pretty cool. It gave me a, a very nice weapon, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, how about that ending sequence, which was just uh, cr- crazy? Yeah. Did you get killed the first time, or did you successfully fight off the other ship? I, I, I fought off the other ship, but I didn't know what I was doing for the first part of it, so I got lucky. Oh, I got I got killed. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm under what, – what am I supposed to do? I can't, I can't <laughs> shoot it. I mean, it's a, it's a capital ship. So, But then the second time, I, uh, I, I was able to do it. Once I got over the shock, but that was that was pretty cool. But no, there's, there's five. Five DLCs for for one game, and each one of those was nine bucks. Um, so, yeah. you know, if if you bought all the DLCs, you've pretty much paid for the game again. Right. But I don't think anyone would, would argue that they felt cheated. I mean, mm. no, not at all. No. This is where my thriftiness comes in. I have not bought any of the Fallout Three DLCs because they start spitting them out so often, so fast. I'm like, no, I'm going to do like I did with Oblivion, straight with this. Well, I'm going to go turn... ahead and sell my copy, my original copy, and I'm going to get the Game of the Year edition. Right, Because they always come out with it, and they have Oh, now with the DLC in And it, it has all the DLCs? or It's only like a second yeah. disc. Because hmm. my yep. Oblivion has the second disc with um, Knights of the Nine and um, the other one. I can't remember right now. Oh, Shivering Isles? Is, yeah. Oh, Thanks. God, Shivering Isles, was, Shivering Isles was like another game. That's how great that DLC was. Oh, yeah. I mean... That was it good. had it had a map that was pretty much like half the size of the Oblivion map. It was really good. It was really well done. So and they they did a lot of stuff where they played with the colors. If you're on the dementia side, everything was kind of sepia toned and gray. And if you're on the man- manic side, you were, everything was bright and colorful and crazy. <laughs> so it was it was good. I I have no problem with that. Well, what about like um like Rock Band and stuff like that? Ah, Rock Band oh, is one that has to that has to. You just took mine. Thanks. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Todd, Todd, tell us, tell us about Rock Band. Now, I would, I would almost argue that 
the Rock Band DLCs might not be worth it. But Todd, you I know will disagree with me because you have like what 400 songs you've downloaded or something like that. 300 downloaded. Total collections are getting close to 500 songs. Okay, and and and, and so tell us about that DLC. Those DLCs. Is it usually just one song or is it like a three pack or? Well, they come out in three packs. We can buy the songs separately. They've also include albums. Uh, I mean, you, I mean, we mentioned Beatles the other night. Yeah, there's one I'll have to buy. You'll know, get like a 10 or 12 pack of songs. You can buy them as, either as the album or buy them separately. Of course, they're off, also offering them on, on, yeah, they're also offering them on disc. You know, let's purchase it that way and then transfer them over. And how much? The ACDC did that one. How much yeah. do they normally cost, Todd? Songs usually, uh, well, it depends on the artists. Major artists go for about $2 each. Mm-hmm. Independence either go for ninety nine cents or free. Now, do you believe that 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 they're worthwhile as far as the money? Do you like the song? If it's a song that you really like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing I've always commended on them compared to like Guitar Hero because before Guitar Hero forced you to buy them in three packs, and eventually they start off from a single songs. But there's others that say you must buy this with the with this track pack. And that's and that's five dollars right there. I could see where I could see where that would be worthwhile because uh, like. There's bands that people like, like you're a super fan of Van Halen or whatever. Um, and then there's bands that you you like, but you don't you don't follow them, you don't go to their concerts and stuff. And and most people prob most bands probably fall into that category. So I can see if you like a certain band, being able to pay two dollars and buy that one song that you really like, and not having to spend fifteen dollars on the album. I I guess I could see where that would be worthwhile. Yeah, I mean it's it's the whole reason why the single is coming back, why iTunes is you know rocking the house because people are into buying that one song that they hear and like, and they don't necessarily need the entire album. Exactly. Yeah, and a lot of bands, you know, come on, they they put some filler junk on their albums just to make an album. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we got this one good song with a good hook, and then we got a bunch of junk that we threw together and called it an album. So. <laughs> Oh yeah. So uh so Kelly, um what about some of the DLCs that you you didn't like? Did you did have you ever been burned by a DLC? Like did you ever get one and then like you totally wasted your money or? Oh, Fable 2. Fable 2 was one of the worst on it. it was like, ooh, you have to see the future. You know, it's like, okay, I beat that in 2 hours. <laughs> that was it. It's like I did everything on it in less, in like 2 hours and I'm going, oh, "Okay, that sucks." <laughs> I was like really ticked. So this was, and then it came for free, like a couple, you know, a month later or something. It's released for free, and I was like, okay, now I'm really ticked. Oh my gosh, I can see where that would make you mad. I mean, I guess probably it got really bad reviews, and they're like, okay, we're just gonna give it for free. <laughs> I think right now all of the Fable Two uh, DLCs are free. What did the future one do? Did it give you a new area to play in, or? Yeah, it's a new area, and just like um, I forget the other one's names. Of course, my brain just. <laughs> but yeah, it's all these extra areas that you get to go to. One of them, you went down the docks and you hit a, a little sub submarine, and the guy takes you over to the other island. Is really neat what they were, and they opened up more items themselves. I mean, I think it was the See the Future one. You actually got the almost the mock model of the Halo. Battle rifle, mm. which is kind of neat. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Now, Todd, um, I know you and you and I were talking before, and you have been burned on DLCs, or you you don't like. There's certain companies that are sort of making DLCs a little bit ridiculous, and I, I know you'd mentioned EA before. Yeah, I mean, I haven't purchased any of them, thankfully, but I mean, the EA Sports lineups, they've been um, come out with cheap ways to um, not cheap in cost, but cheap in how they're doing it, and. Um, being able to upgrade your characters, like for one, I I just turned on Madden a few minutes ago. They offer like a they charge 
160 Microsoft points, which is $2, to give your character complete progression during his career. Start with a five-star player right, right from out of college. <laughs> and NHL does the same thing. They, they have you, um, they allow you to upgrade your character with, uh, various equipment. Now, normally you can, you have to earn this, but you gotta get like 500 goals in your career, which, which will take forever. Uh, it's either that or you pay 400 Microsoft points to do it. Okay. Well, you know, I don't have as much a problem with that if it's, if it is actually earnable within the game. I mean, but if it's something that, you know, I have a better character because I paid for it, you know, yeah. that, that kind of gets into it. I mean, the MMO player in me well, sort of cringes when I hear that. And that, that's, 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 this is another thing. I can't really call it DLC, but there's a, there's a company called that actually pays people over, over you pay them and these people overseas actually play your game. Yeah. I've to level you up. Oh, well, nice that you, like a chart. nice that you gave him a plug, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't mean to. <laughs> Didn't mean to, but. That's a bleep. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, no, no, I, yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, right now it seems that, um, DLC is, you know, it's still in its youthful stage. And I think we're going to see a lot of DLC that is just fantastic. You know, and it's going to take a, a few more years before everybody just starts putting them out as, you know, and then they become crap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, that's just my optimism speaking. Well, and I mean, I think when companies when companies release the the their source code or whatever, or the graphics engine. Another company that did that was uh, Neverwinter Nights, the the games. I mean, there are so many dungeons and stuff that have been user created. I mean, but yeah. and I mean, it's great because I mean, Neverwinter Nights. I, I'm not talking Neverwinter Nights two. I'm talking Neverwinter Nights one. I still have the game on my laptop, and I still go and there's like thousands and thousands of add-ons and mods and modules that I can download for it and you know I, and I still play it and and so you know I certainly have to say I've got my money worth money's worth 10 years later I'm still playing the same game you know right. <laughs> so uh you know I, I don't think it hurts I don't think it hurts the game and in the case of Bethesda even though the fans are creating DLCs people are still buying the official DLCs you know cuz Hopefully yeah. your your own programmers in house can do a little bit better job than the fans. Although that's not necessarily the case. There was a Oblivion mod called Mud and Blood, which was the best I'd ever seen. Kelly, if you want to download that one, definitely get it. It was made by these German people, and it has full voice and everything. It's it, it turns Braville, I think, into a pirate town. That's for PC. Oh yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. Side, so. Hey, I've almost thought about buying Oblivion for the PC just because I did love the game so much. Yeah, well, the 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 um the mods on the are are pretty cool, and that's one of the neat things. The the other thing, Todd, let me ask you this: Do you think that DLC is held back or pushed forward by like things like the Microsoft Network? I mean, I know it's easy to get to them, but I I don't think like when when companies come out with like free DLCs I know there's been trouble with like the live service doesn't want to host them and things like that. Well, the only time I've seen like free sponsored free um, DLCs once been sponsored by a third party. Mm-hmm. I don't see them doing much fan based stuff unless they do independent games, but they again those are being charged by Microsoft. I'm, I'm not sure exactly the, how much they charge for it. I'm, I've never really been there, but no, I mean I, they're encouraging the sales of DLC, obviously, but. Uh, I hate to quote Nate again. It's a business. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've seen a number of free things on the PlayStation Network, though. Yeah, I have. T- I have seen a few things too. Yeah, and I think I think the PlayStation Network is more 
sort of geared towards – I think they realize they're not as good a network as live, so so they're trying to compensate yeah. by putting this free stuff up. So Although I have seen them nick, try to nickel and dime you too, like with their um, their home – I don't know. If, James, have you got onto the home at all? I have not. I, I don't want to – it looks like a waste of time. Yeah, well, all you, all you have to do is click on it. You can go into it. it it's free to – It's free. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> it's free to taste. <laughs> is it still listed as a beta though? It's still listed as a beta, yeah, yeah. But there's, but they're selling. A year and a half you know, if you want a ball cap, you got to pay like two bucks to put it on your character and stuff. Well, Xbox does that with the uh, Avatar Marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let me uh, let me get to. I, th- I think uh, I think we sort of covered uh, a lot of DLCs. Kelly, were there any that you wanted to bring up that we didn't get to? Because I know you're the most passionate about this, and so maybe get it out of your system now. <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Okay, what about it? That was the one that char- you could have just spit through a character pack with some maps and stuff, and you could have done the whole bloody game just by the DLC package. <laughs> but instead... And it would have been cheaper. Instead, people people <laughs> paid 50 bucks for it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Interesting. May, there may be a demand at some point that, that games really be new games or they become DLCs. So you know, who knows as popularity increases. So let me yeah. ask, uh, let me ask a final question. Um, I'll start with Todd. Todd, in, in your opinion, cause I know you do everything from rock band to, uh, some of the other stuff out there, you know, full games like borderlands and things. What, what makes a good DLC? What, what in your opinion makes a good DLC, you know, pricing? What, what is it that when, when you go to get a DLC, you, you, makes you make the decision to pull the trigger and, and spend the money and get it. Simple, as long as it extends the replay value of the game. Yeah. And that's that's my biggest pro for Rock Band. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only play the same 84 songs for a certain amount of time. At least this week, you see, oh, there's there's a song I want you to be able to play that, extend the replay value on that, and look forward to the following week. That's true. In the week after that. That's true. That makes sense. It makes sense. James, James, what about you? I would definitely agree with that. Anything that keeps that game disc in your system a little bit longer uh, is good for me. Okay. And Kelly, I know you're sort of more on the economic side. Is there more of an economic equation on the DLCs for you? Oh, it's all about the money. <laughs> it's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> it's really about the price. And I look at it, too. Where I, I really sat back and think. of like, okay, that's this much money. Okay. How much am I really going to be playing that? <laughs> and if it's, the, I think, not that much, then I'll go ahead and pass. Right, right. Okay. So, uh, and DLCs, are, are you're mostly, mostly you're seeing them around, I mean, the high end of a DLC is like nine bucks. I mean, except for some of the albums that Todd downloads. I know the Beatles albums, some of them are like 14, 15, but I'm sure they're, that's licensing issues, I think. But for the, for the most part, I guess, what, nine dollars? Really, though, um, it's less than paying for the tracks separately. Oh, really? Buying the album? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. So, so I guess if a gamer has, uh, if a gamer has, you know, ten bucks or so, and they want to extend their game, then, uh, then go for it. And we've mentioned a couple good ones in there. I think any of the ones that we mentioned uh, as being good would definitely be worth worth your money. So. And uh, just experiment and have fun. So if anybody is uh, listening to the show and wants to let us know about a DLC that they downloaded, um, please let us know. Um, one thing I do want to announce is that um, the uh, Game of the Year contest is uh, is going strong now. And we added a new category, uh, and that is um, for an award, and that is Best DLC. So uh, so vote for your best your favorite DLC pack for the year. Nominate those and uh, let us know. Um, 
if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is ginlounge at gameindustry.com. We'd be love to hear from you. And uh, maybe if this show is uh, as popular as I think it'll be, since DLCs are so popular, maybe we'll have to have a DLC version and add a couple minutes to the show at some point. But uh, that's it for uh, for right now until we come up with that DLC and we'll see you all next time in the lounge. Oh, thanks everybody for joining me. It was it was a lot of fun and I'll see some of you next time, I hope. See you later. Take care. Oh yeah.